Hello, welcome to Take 5 for Real Estate. I'm your podcast host, Owen Ron. Today I've got something a little different. Uh, Laura Mahaney is our guest. She's with Blueberry Creative. Laura and I work together on some of my social media uh, posts, and uh, I find her to be super intelligent about all things digital media. And so we thought we would do a little how-to for realtors, how to start your Facebook presence, uh, and then what to do with it once you have it created. So without further ado, here's Laura. Hey, Laura, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. Uh, Looking forward to it. Um, As I mentioned in our introduction, Laura is with Blueberry Creative um, and is expert in all things digital. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Good. Uh, I've worked with uh, Laura on some things uh, in my little digital world, and I thought it would be a great idea if she could just kind of talk a little bit about the basics uh, of social media and how a realtor would set things up and get started, because I know it's pretty intimidating, and then what to do once you're up and running. So um, why, what, what do you think? What's, uh, why is it important to have a Facebook presence? Absolutely. Well, part of the reason it's important to have a Facebook page is because on average, it takes around eight touches with a client to get them into your sales funnel. Now, that is for all industries, for realtors specifically, it's probably going to be a lot more. So we need to be communicating with potential clients a lot so that they see you, they see your name, and they know what you're about. So Facebook is a great way to connect and communicate about what you have to offer and your brand as a whole. Another reason why Facebook is really valuable here is that buying a home is a very visual experience. Most people aren't going to buy a house sight unseen. They're going to want to see pictures. They're going to want to know more about you as a realtor. And they're going to want to trust you as a realtor. Facebook is also a prime social media channel to use because the Facebook audience is people who are typically in the home buying age demographic. Mm -hmm. Instagram, you're going to have a lot of younger people. On average, people are 35 and younger on Instagram. Um, and TikTok and Snapchat and things like that really have not hit an older demographic who's at a stage in their life where they're ready to purchase a home. So Facebook right. is hitting the right audience, and there's a huge amount of people on Facebook that you can connect with. Yeah. So what are the mechanics of setting up a, a page for as if a realtor is out there that has never even thought about has thought about it but hasn't done it yet? What would be the step one? Setting up a business Facebook page is pretty simple. We put together a how-to video on our website for you to watch and follow along. That URL is createwithblu.com backslash Facebook. Again, that's createwithblu.com slash Facebook. And there you can watch the how-to video and see how it goes. Great. And then, uh, yeah, I'll put that in that URL in the, in the notes, certainly. Perfect. Um, Thank you. Okay. So once a realtor has a page and has kind of set them up the way that they would like them 
uh, would like it to look? What, uh, what are next steps? So from there, once you have the page set up, you wanna make sure that you're sharing high quality content. Some great examples of that high quality content are you out there doing realtor things, um, homes that you have that are up for sale, also success stories. Stories, people wanna know that you've sold houses before or that you're going to be able to find them, find their dream house, you know? So showing those homes that you've sold with the people who sold them is a great way to prove that you're someone that can be trusted. Another type of content you could share would be community events or local vendors in the community that you really love. If you're focused on one vendor or you're, if, excuse me, sorry, if you're focused on one community, then sharing popular restaurants in the area, popular parks, things of that nature, that's gonna really share the value of the homes in that area that you're trying to sell. And then lastly is information about you. People like to work with people that they know and that they trust. And so Facebook is a really great tool that you can use to communicate who you are and what you value. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let me back up a little bit. So, um, you know, the, everyone has a, or if you have a Facebook profile, that's like your personal stuff and you can Correct. have up to... How many, well, there's a limit on how many contacts your friends you can have, right? I'm not sure what the limit on that is off the top of my head, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But Facebook has some very strict rules about what you can use a personal profile versus a business profile. And so it's always good to have that business profile for your realtor business mm -hmm. as a business Facebook page so you don't get in trouble with the two. Okay. So I see a lot, I, I, I see a lot of, I don't know, infractions there that uh, realtors have a profile page, plus they have a business page. And quite often, the business stuff spills over onto their personal stuff is, you know, I think they share it from the page to the profile. Is that, is that a violation or? No, that's completely allowed. So for instance, with our Facebook page for Blueberry Creative, I can go and share those pages mm -hmm. on my personal profile. That's completely allowed. What's not allowed is if I were to change my personal profile from Laura Mahaney to Blueberry Creative and use that personal profile as a front for my business. That's mm -hmm. where you're gonna get in trouble. Okay. Um, so what is, I'm just curious since you're in the, in the, the business, I see, you know, and I'm, I have a lot of contacts in my, uh, world with realtors and some of them, boy, they're on there every day and I know what they <laughs> eat and I know what they're wearing and it's like excessive. I think is, is there a, you know, is there a sweet spot for how much you should, uh, share or, you know, how many posts and, all that kind of stuff is, what do you think? Is there an industry standard for that? With every account, it's going to be different. When I bring on a new client, I typically start at around 20 posts per month and okay. add or subtract from there to see what's the sweet spot for sharing. Some of my clients, it's in the low 20s. Sometimes they only need 10 to 15 posts. So it's really something that you should 
experiment and test. But really what you should be making sure with every single post is that it's providing value to your audience. And so it should be a transaction. I am creating a post and in turn, you are giving me your time. We want to make that transaction viable so that when someone sees my post, the, the time they spent reading that post brought them some value. Otherwise, people are going to stop listening, stop following. Your reach isn't going to be as good. And that's when it becomes a problem. So there definitely is a thing of too many posts. We want to avoid that. And just make sure that everything we're doing is providing value to our audience. Mm-hmm. What about, so I know Instagram is connected to Facebook. I mean, do you kind of recommend working both systems or pretty much sticking to Facebook and just being an expert there? I think that Instagram is a tricky channel for realtors to thrive on. And I think it's going to take a lot more time investment than you might get as a return. Again, the age demographic on Instagram, it pretty much caps out at 35. And while there are some people in their 20s and 30s that are buying homes, on Instagram, there's also a ton of 15, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, right? And we don't necessarily want to be reaching them. Also, with Instagram, you're going to have to create that image for every single post. Instagram thrives off of those original images. You can't share articles. You can't share YouTube video, things like that on Instagram. So the amount of time that you have to put into Instagram to see a return for this industry is probably not worth it. Hmm. Cool. Um, so I've done some of the, you know, when I, when I do a video like how to apply for a mortgage, I'll put it on my, my mortgage, you know, owner on mortgage page, and then I'll share that to my Facebook page. Um, and then, you know, I'm given the option by Facebook to create an ad with it or boost it. Um, so discuss, you know, tell me what you think about that. Is it worth the time to do that kind of stuff? Is, you know, is that a way to build audience and how specific, you know, I think I have a, you know, a, a hit and miss rate of about, you know, I guess 50, 50 of when I tried to boost that ad to the right consumer Facebook doesn't always allow me to do that. So, I mean, do you have a feel for that? Absolutely. So Facebook sets up some strict rules on areas related to jobs, housing, and politics. And Mm -hmm. so it's going to be a little bit difficult for people in the real estate industry to make sure that their ads are compliant with the standards that Facebook has set up for housing ads. That being said, Facebook is a pay-to-play platform. And so putting money behind your account is always going to be valuable because Facebook really only cares about one thing, and that's making money for Facebook. And how (laughs) did they do that by selling ads? And so Facebook ads are definitely valuable. You just have to make sure that you have someone who understands the rules sharing those posts yeah let me ask you for this so can a facebook 
business page be, you know, I guess control, I guess for you and your clients, you would have access to that page as well as your clients, right? Yes. Okay. So in the event that a consumer sees a post or a house for sale or something like that, and they want to see it, there's a messaging system within Facebook. So I guess what I'm at, what I'm, what I'm suggesting, I guess, is that realtors that have teams of assistants or they, you know, realtor teams, you know, they can monitor the messaging app to respond quickly. And I guess you can also for them as your you know, clients, right? Absolutely. So there are a couple things on that, that I will speak to. So you can have, an app on your phone, the business Facebook app, and it will send you all those messages directly to your phone. So you can respond to them on the go. You can also set up automated messages through Facebook Messenger. So if someone says, hey, I'm interested in buying a house, you can send an automated message that says, hey, thank you, text me here, or hey, thank you, I'll reach out soon, things like that. So they get some sort of automated response. You can also have someone on your team or your marketer or your marketing agency handle that. I typically like to empower my clients to be able to answer those messages themselves, setting up um, responses to the most commonly answered questions and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense Um, because you want the, first interaction with that consumer to be, you know, from the team or from the agent or, you know, versus an assistant kind of person, I guess. Um, And when you send it, say I was managing your mortgage Facebook page, if someone messaged you and I messaged them back from your page, it wouldn't be coming from Laura. It would still be coming from your Facebook page. The user would have no idea who is sending the message. Okay. Cool. Um, well, that's interesting. So what, um, you know, I, I, and this is, this is maybe a pet peeve of mine. You see <laughs> when, when, when there are closing, uh, when, when an agent has a closing, uh, a lot of these title companies have keys that have the name of the title company on it. And they take a picture of the buyers holding the key in the title company. And I swear, like, 70% of the time, the buyers look a little grumpy. Like they're having, you know, they just went through closing. They're having to, you know, now they're having to pose for a picture for the realtor to use in marketing. Do you, I, do you have a feel for if that's, a, is that a, is that a positive or a negative or am I just being a little p- too picky? <laughs> I personally don't know yeah. about buyers looking grumpy. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, That's not um, too frequent. I think that's really going to relate more to the relationship that the realtor is developing with the buyer. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's something that you take the photo before they realize how much they've invested or (laughs) when they're flying high. Uh, before they get down to the dollars and cents. We definitely want people to look happy that they've worked with you. Yes, I agree. Maybe before they sign all those papers. Exactly. (laughs) That's a good point. Well, good. Uh, Have I missed anything that you uh, thought is important for realtors? 
No, I think that's really great. And those are some really great questions, Owen. I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, good. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. And what's a good way for people to reach you? I think the best way would be to uh, go follow our Facebook page, Blueberry awesome. Creative. Okay, and that's B-L-U with no E, just B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y creative, right? Correct. You can also find us online at createwithblue.com. Createwithblue.com. All right. Yes. <laughs> well, great. Well, thanks very much for, uh, for being on the show, Laura, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please like us share. What else can you do? You can subscribe, write a review, and have a great day.